I'm George Sorrell. Hi, I'm Hugh Thomas. And I'm Toby Stone. And, and you're, you're listening to Cricket at the Crease. Hello everyone, and welcome to our new podcast, Cricket at the Crease. Just so, uh, just to make sure everyone's on the same page, uh, basically the podcast is about cricket at the moment. So our, us three will do our very best to give you a rundown on what's happening in the cricket world at the minute. So, for example, what are we going to be discussing then today, boys? Well, today we're going to be discussing the Women's World Cup, the PSL, and obviously Sri Lanka versus India. The County Championship movement, IPL auction, and Australia versus Pakistan. And our main topic today, which we'll, we'll be starting with, uh, is our England 11s for the West Indies. As you may know, England are touring the West Indies. They are at time of recording, which is the 3rd of March. Um, uh, they're currently playing the President's eleven. Pretty much all the England batsmen have got a score, the standout being uh, Johnny Bairstow with his 100. But does it mean much? I mean, let's be honest here, boys. The, the opponent's quite weak. Is there much point in doing a practice match before a tour game? Um, well... Maybe do an intra-squad game because the standard will be better and closer to what the Windies will produce. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, but you must think that the squad will be so used to playing each other, you know, and won't really propose, you know, any new problems and, you know, won't be that helpful. But it's a very good point. Anyway, shall we get on to our sides? Yes. So, yeah, great. Uh, in this exercise, we will be uh, England selectors. And once we have assessed all our teams, we will come to an agreement on our joint team. Uh, first, um, Hugh? Okay, sure. So, at number one, I've got Alex Lees from Durham. Number two, I've got Zach, Zach Crawley from Kent. I've got Joe Root at three, uh, vice-captain. Um, I've got Ben Stokes at four from Durham. Bearstow, I'll put captain. Um, Pope from Surrey. Folks, also from Surrey. Uh, Wokes, Ollie, Robinson, Wood and Parkinson. So, um, obviously, the standout for me out of that team was you haven't made Joe Root captain. No, I haven't. I just think Johnny Bearstow deserves it after his amazing 100. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Bearstow obviously is a pivotal part of the England team. Well, um, well, obviously, Joe Root and Johnny Bearstow get along so well, and it just relieves a load of pressure from Joe Root. So you don't think Ben Stokes is the right man for the job? No, I think it would turn out like a flint-off, or both of them. Really, so they're doing everything. Yeah, because Root, after the Ashes, also said that he was really thankful still to be captain. So yeah. I think it's I, th- I think it was tight yeah. for a second there. Um, but also, Ben Stokes batting at four, unorthodox. He's not done that much of late. Well, he, he needs, he's not really an, a proper all-rounder anymore. He can't be a proper all-rounder anymore. Well, look, he's, he's been hit with injuries, hasn't he? So he, he's, he's, he's a main, mainly a batter now, so he's got to bat up the order. Fair enough. I think that's a very good point. Um, also, Parkinson instead of Leach, any reasons? Just he's a really exciting young leggy, and I think he can just bring a load to the England team with new, newly found spin. But my problem is with um, people picking Parkinson. I just don't think Leach has done that much wrong to be dropped. I don't think he's made any bad 
or particularly bad performances to be dropped. I don't think he's done that. Well, obviously, as India, when he got smashed by Rishabh Pant, that was kind of his downfall in. But, but wasn't everyone being smashed around then? Even Jimmy Anson got... <laughs> did you see that ridiculous shot by Rishabh Pant? Yeah. I mean, um... I'm but, yeah, he I mean... He hasn't really done much wrong. It's just... I think Parkinson's young, and he's just an exciting... And I think he's other. averaging about 25 in the county championship. Yeah, and I think it? they're giving him a chance, cause, especially because he's a youngster, too. Yeah, mm. uh, I totally agree. But, um... Yeah, uh, Toby, on to you. Well, Any changes? I've sort of gone the same strategy, but um, Alex Lees, uh, number one. Mm-hmm. Crawley, number two. Yeah. Bairstow, number three, mm-hmm. vice-captain. Root, number four, captain. Controversial move there. Stokes, five. Pope, six, actually. And then Folks, seven, as keeper. Eight, Wokes. Nine, Robinson. Ten, Wood. Eleven, Leach. And then twelve, Overton. So, so that's interesting. So, obviously, um, main point out of that Joe Root batting ball. You don't believe he's in the proper number three? Well, he in the Ashes with Hamid and Burns, he had so much pressure on. And Hugh, you were batting him at three, and that's a position I think he he's happy to bat now. He, obviously, he has said he wanted to bat three. Um, he he needs to be more up the order, like. England have had only two batters over the last 10 years who have averaged above 40, and that's Root and Cook. Cook being an opener. So Root's got to get in, stuck in. He can't save a match at four anymore. Australia have had 11, so Pakistan. Since Trot, England's number threes have averaged 22.79. Just Mm. not good enough. It's really not. And Mm. I think it's a really good point. I mean, it's the Aussie way, isn't it, to... Bat your best batsman at three. Root, Root just needs to come in and average his 49.2. Well, I think he, he's trying to hide himself at four, really. Face the older ball. Face the easier ball. And I think to be the best batsman in the world, you have to bat at three. So, um, you've both gone for Pope. I, I think that's controversial. Uh, mm. Actually, with, let's be honest, a dismal ashes for everyone. Yeah. Every English batsman. But as well as the highlight being Pope, if that's fair to say. So why have you picked him? Well, most of all, because he's, he's a youngster and he's got a huge career in front of him. And he has huge potential if he does yeah. hold himself together. I mean, I mean obviously, it's, it will be tours like the West Indies and yeah. the likes where he will need to score to stack load of runs. So I, I think it's good to stick with you. Yeah, I think, I think England should just pick him. He's... he's a great player, there's no doubt. He's got all the skill and he's got a load of potential. There's no no reason not to pick him. He's just getting more and more experience. Yep, I, I, I totally agree with both of you. Um, I've got a bit quirky on my team, to be honest. Um, I mean, <laughs> England have not scored 300 in 15 test innings. Ooh. That is not good enough, let's be honest. And they need all the batting they can get. And so, I, I've got if, if that means having seven frontline batsmen plus folks at eight, I mean, so be it. I mean, you need to score 300 to win a test match or have a chance to win a test match. Yeah. And if you're not doing that consistently, I mean, you have to look at other options. And if that is picking seven frontline batsmen, so be it. Like, if you look at the Indian, uh, England 
um, bowlers, you don't see a real weakness. No, exactly. We we. I mean, let's be honest. We it's, we don't have a great spinner, but like we have options. We have loads of seam, loads of swing. We have quick bowlers. Obviously, Archer is the main one, even though he's injured. Um, so with my team, it's uh, Lee's uh, Bearstow to open. I think Bearstow is a positive option to have at number two, and I just think Crawley is more suited to that number three place. Um, I mean, he, he's a tall guy. Hits the ball hard. I think he's suited to number three. And I don't think... I think he's being wasted, if I'm honest. So, opening. And it just gives him that little bit of shield from the new ball. And then it gives Root the shield as well. Exactly. Um, so, I'm putting Root at four. I'm keeping him as captain. Uh, Stokes at five. Um, Pope at six. Lawrence at seven. Um, Folks at 8, Wood at 9, Mahmood at 10, uh, Overton at 11. I mean, if you look at the tails, let's take the Ashes for, for an example. England would get to 200 for 6. I mean, they would get to 230 and they're all out. And I, and I think that Australian tail would... You could rely on them to get you to 280 out of that sticky yeah. situation. They, they can add more, having come in. Like real all-rounders, it's, it's a really crucial part of the... Yeah, exactly. And Stark, Stark and Cummins are not all-rounders by any stretch but of the imagination. Even in the Ashes, Stark was hitting sixes all over the place. Yeah, they were adding on 80. So, and the English tail was just not doing that, even with Wokes. Um, and I think Wokes averages... 51 with the ball overseas, and that's just not good enough. He can't be in this team. So you have to look at other options, and no other bowler who would get into or be near the England team can bat um, or get you that 20 or 30 that you really need at the end. Robinson could be quite close to it. But did you see him in the Ashes? I just don't think he's there. I just don't think he's there. Yeah, he could get injured because he's not that strong to be honest. Well, he, he skipped his fitness test. Did you see that? He's like, he's... yeah, yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I ju- I'm just not a fan of Wokes overseas. He's not good enough uh, okay. to be in my England team. So, and uh, just briefly about my bowlers, Overton hits the pitch hard. He's well over six foot. You know, he's a big lad. Hits the pitch. Yeah, I think he's a really good. Would player for the in West Aus- Indies. Would have been um, great in Australia as well. I think so. And I think they missed the trick not playing. Um, I watched, funnily enough, the reason why I picked the mood, and I don't think either of you have. No. So I watched him at Lords in the ODIs against Pakistan. You know when like the whole team got COVID and he was yeah, like a yeah, second yeah. team and he was crazy. And he was fantastic. Pace, zip. I, I would love to see him. Big future, big future. Swinging the ball too. I remember yeah. watching him against Ireland. On the, in some ODIs. Uh, yeah. He was yeah. great in them. Yeah, he's got that sort of slinging action. He, he sort of reminds me of like a Dennis Lilly. A bit like Reese Topley as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the height. Um, anyway, we need to come to some sort of conclusion. Um, so, what do you want to go with? I, I, I would say... Um, Definitely Lee's one. I think Lee's and Crawley... Uh, yes, I put Bairstow there, but... Um, Bairstow can go three as well. Yeah, I, I think Bairstow at three. Um, Roos at four. I think that's yeah, the obvious yeah. one. Uh, Stokes five, Pope yeah. six, Pope seven. 
Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, yeah. I personally, I'm still backing my seven frontline batsmen, but I'd probably if we were joint selectors um, in the England team, we probably wouldn't. Um, and then the three seamers. We've all picked um, Wood, so he's in there. Yeah, definitely. I think Wokes, no. if, you're, if we're not going for the seven frontline yeah. batsmen, you have to put him there, so... I'd say number eight. Yeah. Um, Wood nine, probably Robinson ten, even I'd, though he is injury prone. I'd swap yeah. them both round, Robinson and Wood, as Robinson against New Zealand batted well. Yeah, he got a couple of thirties and he can bat as well. I just don't think he, he's there. I just don't think so. Um, but that might just be me. Uh, and then I think we're going with Leach. Just spin. Okay. And I and I forgot to say on my side, I, I just think um the pitchers in West Indies should turn. Mm. But I don't think if you if you are going with seven front line batsmen you don't need that special spinner. You can go with the likes mm. of Root and Lawrence, you know. We haven't picked him though. It's true. It's very true. And he he's sort of the you know, the alternative to Pope. Yeah, he is. And like he's a backup for like the whole top seven. He's got to be. Yeah, but could he bat at three? Could he bat in the top three? I if just he, don't think so. If he could, I think he'd be straight in. So yeah, um, I think we should be England selectors, don't you? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, um, but that's that. In other news, Hugh. Well, the women's World Cup is actually going on at the moment. England are not favourites going into this, uh, despite winning the last World Cup. In fact, Australia are the favourites, having the best-ranked batter, bowler, and all-rounder in the really? world. Yeah. Okay. Australia has four batters in the top ten, while Jesus. England have a mere one player in the top ten. Jeez. And they've both got three in the top ten for bowling, but Australia have got number one, three, and six, and England are two, nine, and ten. Wow. This wow. gives Australia the upper edge throughout the tournament in bowling and batting. And so their all-rounders will ultimately be better than England's. Australia have won six World Cups so far. I think, and I would not be surprised if it yeah, was seven. Yeah, I, I would I'm totally agree with you. And I think the first game England are playing is against Australia. It is. Am I right? Yeah. Um, so that should be interesting. And especially as both teams won't be totally, you know... A, settled. Yeah, settled in the World Cup. And it takes a long time to do that. So I think that will be a fantastic game and I think it will come down to the wire. But I really wanted to vote to, de to devote this short talk to why England are not the favourites for this World Cup and why Australia are. I do, however, hope that England will win the World Cup. But sadly, I doubt that they will. Strong call, strong call. And also, um, you have to think in the 2017 World Cup, you know, Australia were favourites again and they got beaten by Hart. Uh, Harbrook Creek Call, I think. Uh, that amazing 150. Call. Wow, I saw that live as well. Um, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely incredible. Uh, so I hear that the PSL has been going on lately, George. Yep, the PSL is all finished with a comprehensive win for Lahore, which means uh, every <laughs> your uh, Moulton fan, um, Hugh is. Uh, but that means every team has um, won, so that's that's amazing. And I think the biggest success of this edition of the PSL was the atmosphere. I mean, if you watched on TV, it was it was rolling. 
the likes of the IPL. I, I just think in years to come, if they get the financial backing, if they get the players... The big boys. The big boys, yeah. Um, the big guns. To come, I think it'll be great, honestly. Be. Uh, and also, as England fans, you've got to look at, you know, yeah. Harry Brook, 40 or 20-odd in the final, under pressure. But, you know, I think he was eight off nine. And just the the knowledge in your own game and the belief in your own game that you can get to that 40 of 20 is amazing and a strong strong addition to the future for of English cricket definitely anyway um I think the IPL auction has just finished hmm? it has um who's looking the strongest team well obviously I think Rajasthan are the best team but we will be looking at the second best team back to the second place with me. I think look now super giants look extraordinarily strong with their new signings with like KL Rahul, Quinton de Kock, CSK obviously after winning must be one of the favourites. But, but I don't think they had a great auction. They didn't have a great auction. Didn't. Would you really? But actually, that? actually, if you really think about it, they've never had the best team going into it. They've just no. gelled. Yeah, amazingly, not and, and, and I think, and I think it is down to the leadership of Emma Stoney. Mm. But obviously, I think that if Archer recovers, then the Mumbai Indians have a great chance. Yeah, because so they got all the seamers, don't they? They do. Yeah, except from Trent Bolt this year. Lost He's gone to Rajasthan. Rajasthan. Yeah. Toby, maybe. what do you think? Well, me being a Rajasthan Royals fan, I think they are looking the strongest side. Yes. They they have a couple star players like Josh Butler, Reverend Chandler, Ashwin, and Trent Bolt, looking a very looking a very strong side. Um, also, as Mumbai Indians with players such as Rohit Sharma, Jasprit Bumrah, and of course Ishan Kishan, who they really really bid a lot for him. Yeah, that was massive. Wasn't he the the top? Yeah, oh, easy. Yeah. I think I think so. Um, but yeah, they it's... went for him once, and they just they just knew that yeah. that was their player. But... Well, I think um, I'm agreeing with the Mumbai Indians. They've also got Archer this year, haven't they? Yeah, big signing. Um, if you ask me, I, I would I would probably go for the Mumbai Indians as well. I think they're just so like balanced, and you know, I think they've had the best auction. Wouldn't you? Out of these two teams, which which one looks more balanced? Oh, I, I mean, both of you. Probably, I don't know, Tony. I mean, Mumbai actually. Out of out of Rajasthan and Mumbai Indians, Mumbai because they have a variety of batters and bowlers. Where Rajasthan have mostly bowlers. Um, and so you're thinking they need more depth than others. I reckon. Um, but Sam Billings, he was wasn't bid for. That's an interesting one, and there were a couple of players that I think should have been bid for. Yeah, the. And obviously, exactly. I think um, Jason Roy's pulled out, so that's a big loss. Mm. Um, for who did he sign for? He, he he signed for one of the new teams. Yeah. Well, there are so many teams now, aren't there? Oh, ten, ten, On the yeah, subject ten. of the new teams, I mean, do they add much, or does does the IPL benefit from it, or does it? You know, what do you think? I I honestly think the talent is too spread out now. This could be a season. It's, it's lost the X X factor, hasn't it? Yeah. This could be a season where teams have a few fill-in players, as you call them. Yeah. I don't think this is right, though. This is the best T Twenty franchise cricket tournament, and surely they should have. They should not have average players, but they should have the best players in the world playing. And I, and I think 
it's a big thing that the schedule as well. You know, it's, it was already so long. But on on the plus side, in my <laughs> opinion, we will get um, we will get to see more cricket being played. And as long as Rajasthan Royals win, I think the more games the better. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Very biased to Rajasthan, but <laughs> we move on. Um, for me, I'm totally agreeing with you. I think the talent gets diluted. I'd say there's too many games. And, yeah, I, d- I just think it doesn't add anything, you know, apart from just worse cricket, if we're honest. Turning into the 100. Yeah, yeah. I know. Turning into the 100. Because um, the new teams look now Super Giants and good gay Titans. That's a hard one to say. Yeah, going back to your two points, I, I think the talent is spread out because... The IPL is all about talent. Well, it's meant to be like discovering new talents. Yeah. And, 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 see, and seeing and seeing those amazing talents playing against each other. Exactly. Say, like, we never see... We would never see Joffrey Archer versus Jason Roy, but now, obviously, not in this Or, IPL. like, K. Rahul versus... Um, Jasper Brunt. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 it's just it, interesting. It's just interesting, and I think... And it's introduced so many things into the game. Um... Anyway, quite a lot of movement around the county championship. Um, Kemar Roach and Hashim Amla rejoined uh, Surrey for the new season. Um, Jordan uh, will move to Surrey as well. Um, From Sussex, he says he's got some unfinished business. Whatever that means, (laughs) nobody quite knows. Um, But obviously, I think um, Surrey were quite light, just outright seamers, because... You know, obviously, Dernbach's retirement, a couple of other people have retired. So, a good signing from Surrey there. And uh, the ha- Pakistan Hassan going to um, Lancashire. Skiddy pace up the old Trafford. I mean, I feel like he could be good. Could be bad. I, 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 I'm literally clueless on what's going to happen. Oh, no. With that, I mean, I mean, I don't know if he's going to play all season. I don't know if he's going to be with Pakistan duties. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. Mm. But uh, in conclusion, I think it's a good one. I mean, uh, I do. Yeah. Um, I think it's worth ja- it. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Bird has got his first county championship uh, contract with Kent. Good signing there for Kent. Yeah. Um, and yeah, quite a lot of movement. Those were the main ones. Isn't the um, India Sri Lanka series going to happen? It, it is going to happen. A lot of build-up. This test starts tomorrow, actually. That should be a cracker. Sri Lanka are going into this with a bit of form from their recent 2-0 win against West Indies. I have to say, that was a very, very good series win for them. It was. India, however, is going into this series on a low after being defeated by South Africa 2-1. Bad loss. Really? It was. I mean, if you think about it, that South Africa side, even at full strength, However, India are the favourites as they have a better team and ultimately better players. This series should be a 2-0 win to India. 44 games have been played between these two nations. 20 have been won by India. 18 have been draws. And only 7 have been victories for Sri Lanka. (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, the Sri Lankan team, that would have been a hard to beat. Jaya Wardner, Sangakara, Harath, you know... A home series for Sri Lanka a couple of years ago was a lot to, a lot more deadly, but obviously India hosting. 
Yeah. Should be quite an easy win. <laughs> in the last five account- encounters, India have won three, and the other two have been drawn. It's so. probably because of the thunderstorms, aren't they? Yeah, just rain, probably. Mm. Thunderstorms in Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> so, Toby, what's happening with Australia and Pakistan? Yeah, so um, Pakistan are actually going to be playing Australia. Um, in Pakistan? Uh, so, I, th- I think it's a big thing in cricket that, mm. you know, cricket's now allowed to be played in Pakistan. The PSL, the success of that, overseas players coming there. And, you know, it was Sri Lanka um, who were first over in Pakistan over the break. They were. And now a major country like Australia going over, it's got to be massive. Yeah, fans must be happy. Yeah. Like 24 years they've been waiting for this series. Yeah. So the first match is actually on um, uh, the 4th of March to the 8th of March, 2nd, 12th to 16th of March, and the 3rd, 21st to 25th. Save the day. an exciting month. Save the day, I would say. That should be a good series. Have you seen the pictures of the first pitch? I mean, I th- it's been. It looks like an absolute road, and I think that's what the fans want. They want like Pakistan Quick batting pitch. first, yeah. huge scores, huge scores, big scores. You know, and but the problem is, if it's a draw, <laughs> I mean, the fans wouldn't be too happy. Yeah, I don't think they would be too ones. happy about that one. Anyway, to round off the podcast, I very, very, very much hope you have all enjoyed and from all of us thank you for listening Mm. um what have we learned from today's podcast then well i have learned that we should be england selectors that's it yeah pretty much um yeah i hope you've enjoyed and hopefully see you for episode two two one Bye. bye bye